What's up, y'all? My name is Natalie Tace. And I'm your girl, B. Cherie, and you are tuning in to If You Know You Know Podcast. If You Know You Know, you're tuning in to episode two. It is episode two. Yeah, and today we have B. Morgan Walker with us. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me. You're Thank welcome. you for coming. If y'all don't know, you're surely about to find out. This woman is a trailblazer in the making, truly. She is an event curator. I'm not done. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. She's an event curator. She's an entrepreneur, a seer entrepreneur. And she is an up-and-coming political figure. She's someone to watch for sure. So we're so happy to have her. And can't wait to see all that she does. Welcome to our show. Did, Did you, you like, like your whole bottle, girl? I intro? Already, let me tell you this. Let me start off with this. I already love it here. It's amazing. Like, I'm getting the best experience so far. You know, my, my rider was taken care of. I'll say that. My first rider I put out. I ain't never did that before, y'all. Got my first 75, my M&M. Yes. I ain't too much. It's the experience. It's the, you know, yes. you know, experience here. Wow. Yes. So, um, let's let's kind of get into like some background, some upbringing. You know, New Orleans tradition. Everybody want to know like where you from, what school you went to, what hood you grew up in, that type of thing. So let's kind of start there. Wait, but first, can Wait. we like cheers? Okay, so cheers. All right. So yes. 475. So I'm gonna be oh, honest. Shit. I'm not a bubbly girl, okay. but apparently I've been drinking all kind of stuff that I'm not used to drinking. So that's cool. That's cool. So this will be my first actual French 75. Yes. Like I take my liquor hard. I take my liquor straight up on the rocks. Nothing. Put here on my chest, please. So this is my favorite cocktail. I want to say it was, it's from New Orleans. Like it's a New Orleans based cocktail. So I always get it everywhere I go. Um, but I switched it up a little bit because it's originally made with uh, gin. And then some people get it with cognac and I get it with. Y'all, absolutely. You get it with Tito. With Tito. That's <laughs> new. So, you know, I bartend like, as a hustler, I've been bartending and I've heard of the gin, I've heard of the cognac, but I have never heard of Fresh 75 with so vodka. It, yeah, it's, it's the Fresh 76. The Fresh <laughs> I know that's right. It's the Fresh 76. Cheers. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, we tap and we go around. Huh? And around the world. Oh, and around the world. Oh, Morgan told us that. It's already gross. <laughs> I drink too much. It's yeah. a good one right here. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> oh. Do you drink? It's your, it's your first one you said? Mm -hmm. What do you That's rate it? <laughs> I rate this like a 7, 8. Oh. I wouldn't give it a 10. It's smooth. Why not a 10? Okay. The bubbly. Okay. It's the just a bubbly taste. But see, the, the alcohol is supposed to be no, smooth. It's smooth. It's like, I can drink it, but I just know I'm not a fan of the bubbly taste. That's all. But it's good. The bubbly like, taste. Please don't keep pouring it. <laughs> This, I, you gotta watch this one. You gotta watch it. This is really good. No, that's too crazy. I stopped, I stopped drinking these, okay? You <laughs> <laughs> was like fresh 75s. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. But I'm like, sip. I'm like, like watch out for that yeah, one. Cause I'm broke. I'm halfway gone. Y'all yeah, going crazy. Y'all gotta slow down. We are going crazy. Y'all getting it. good though. It's good. I ain't lying. This thing is good. That's cute. And I'm sorry, be sure. Uh, no, we're we talking about this girl. Like, school. tell us a little bit about you know where you from, where you grew up, what schools you went to. Um, yeah. So I mean, where I'm from, I'm from New Orleans East, born and raised. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, what? Bullet? Okay. Yeah, I know we had a part of it. So I work for Isha. Isha. So you know, okay, Isha, Isha is a little different. Y'all, yeah. y'all, yeah. y'all, yeah. y'all, yeah. y'all a little different yeah. than like the East. The East. You know, yeah, yeah. You know I'm from, I'm from my mom moved to the East <laughs> thinking that. It was gonna be that, but she didn't realize when she got the East Show, she was like what she was when she oh, left. I mean, that's that's New Orleans, you know. Yeah. We oh, you turn the block and you and you doing yeah. some real, you know, you you in a different world. But and I think that's what I appreciate about New Orleans and growing up here. You know, we we can adapt to any type of environment, you know, um, because like I said, I am from the East, and during that time, that's a lot of homeowners and you know, middle class black families. So. That's that's kind of like my life and what I grew up with. I, I graduated from St. Mary's, um, okay. and then I graduated from Dillon University. So I, I mean, I'm a New Orleans girl through and through. Yeah. I was born at 5:04 p.m. Girl, oh, share my ass. I had a tatted on me at so Cherry House. Cherry, I'm a real New Orleans. You're a real New Orleans girl. My mom had me for free. <laughs> hey, so cute. 5:04. Like I don't even know my birth time. Oh, oh, when I was getting married, I needed a copy of my birth certificate. Mm -hmm. And when I looked, I said, man, I was born at 504. That's, That's fire. fire. So May 4th, I ended up getting a 504 tattoo because that's like just how it is on my face. Oh, on 504. Girl, you are so... You have a 504 tattoo? No, I was saying she got I the know. tattoo on 504. That's oh, that is so dope. You have a 504? Plug in on my jam. That's hard. Now I feel like I need a 504 tattoo. If you want to do all this baby, then come Why would I put my 504 like in my ear or something? I, that's that's playing the day. <laughs> That I go get me a five before. I should put it right by your thigh. But I always wear my garters. My girl, my girl, yes. I like that. I'm going to put mine in French numbers. Is there even a such thing as French numbers? You hold on, Arabic. Yeah, Roman numbers. Or Arabic, right? Ooh, the Arabic going to be sexy. Ooh, I got you, girl. I got us. We just take two things. We're going to get a tattoo next Tuesday, all right? Damn. Okay. I was thinking about it. Okay, cool. Cool. So, um, how did you get into party promoting? Uh, it kind of fell in my lap, you know. Mm -hmm. No, but I, I started uh, party promoting in high school, um, just kind of being popular, and then watching my friends throw events and throw parties and stuff, sweet sixteens, and that's kind of what kicked it off. Just like a sweet, you know, I knew I wanted to do a big sweet sixteen, and then once from there, I just started to. Get my friends together and like, hey, you go to Warren Easton, you go to Ursuline, you go to this school. So let's, you know, use that, pass out flyers at your school, pass out flyers at my school. I'm going to get the venue, I'm going to handle everything, and we're going to party, make some money, and that's what it's been. A boss. And then I really just, as far as a business, you know, that started in 2014, and that just came over time with just getting mentors and continuing to do it. You know, it, it was just a hobby at first. You know, it was wait, something wait, that... Wait, 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 2008. Okay, okay. So we used to do party at Labor Union Hall, uh, UNO. Like, I mean, you know, we had the best high school parties. I mean, it didn't get no better than coming to one of my parties. An entrepreneur at 16. Literally. Taking pictures with money and everything. Just oh, being yes. so crazy. Yes. <laughs> Not really understanding, I'm like really setting myself up to be who I am now, you know. And that's a lot of the times, like a lot of the things that I'm doing, just moving, you know, genuinely in a pure state and just taking opportunities as they come and what I'm equipped for. I think that's just, like I said, just really where I am now with Morg W Productions, Vikings, anything that I've, you know, uh, 
curated. Let's just like it's all based on the movements from when I was fifty. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that is amazing. Like to to and and I kind of look at my story in a sense like. When I was younger, I didn't realize I was doing entrepreneur things until I started to walk this life. And people who knew me from my childhood was like, girl, you've been this boss. You've been doing this. Like at seven years old, I was making hair bows. And in middle school, I was sending my grandmother to Sam's to buy candy and snacks. And I was like the candy girl in school. So like when you have an entrepreneurship spirit, it's in you. You can't even control it sometimes. And sometimes it takes for you to go work a traditional job and realize that that never was intended for you as an individual. So I can respect that. I can respect a 15-year-old hustler. Like, I, I love know, it. That's a I love mind it. drop right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, you be telling you a shit. That, yeah, I love that. And, right. like, even the jobs I had, like, it still was beneficial to, like, me and my friends. You know, like, I'm working at Foot Locker, and, you know, we getting releases and stuff before. You know, it was just, like, I'm always doing something to, like, put everybody else in a position of put, you know, like, just to build us up. Like, nothing is going to be done for no reason. Like, I, and I think I learned that from, like, my parents and the people that I was around. Like, we all took care of each other. So it's, like, anything you do, you just got to move with intention. And I and like I say, I just learned that at an early age. So yeah. I, that's just how I move, like and how it's I handle it. Embedded. Yep. Mm-hmm. May I ask what your like, upbringing was like as far as your parents? You seems like you speak really highly of them. So how did that build you up for who you are today? Oh man, it's, it's everything. Um, with who I am because you know, just knowing my mom's story and being being there for it. You know, like starting off well, I'm just a third, fourth grader and like. You know, I, I didn't know, like, we didn't have nothing, uh, you know, we was poor or whatever, but I understood, like, we in the one bit, you know, I'm sharing, like, I'm in the room with my parents, you know what I mean? And then going to a three, four bedroom house where I have my own room, you know, and as a kid, you kind of realize that, and you're like, okay, you know, I see my mom working at Denny's, and, you know, I see my dad working at the post office, then I see my mom open up her own business, and then we're gaining things, we're gaining new cars and new houses, you know, so... That's when I really like understood like, okay, dang, like if you do something set up yourself, like use the money that, you know, that you work hard for and put it and invest it in yourself, you can reap the benefits of that and your children can reap the benefits of that. You know, and by them being first generation business owners, mm. they was kind of just, you know, learning as they go. Right. You know, she successfully ran a business for 15 years. What was the business you don't mind me asking? A daycare. Oh, yeah. oh, she's a she's a lover. She loved the baby. Oh my, man, my mom is still oh, working. We, we still working. <laughs> yeah, she's still working. With I can relate to mom. Kids. So prior to me getting into being an entrepreneur and being a wedding planner, I actually used to teach like early childhood. So I preferred ages one, two to like kindergarten, third grade. Like that was my range. I didn't want to exceed that. So, I don't see that for you. What? As a teacher? You you teach like <laughs> high school. Girl, no. Let me tell you something. I tried it. So like. I started with the babies, always did. And then you realize that the education system is just unfortunately trash, especially here in Louisiana. And that's something that we probably could tap into later on because um, it's important for us to get the right people in office to to help that. Um, but when you start to realize that there's a lack of resources and things like that, for me personally, I was able to thrive in those levels because I'm a creator. Like, I love the arts. I love you know, coloring and making projects and stuff like that. And then it's a weird feeling um, as a young adult teaching 
older grades because you're not that far in age gap. You're not that removed. So for me, it was just very difficult navigating the emotions and the feelings that my high schoolers had when I was like substitute teaching. You know, the boys be kind of like extra, you know. Yeah, it's it. And so for me, it was like, mm hmm, give me my babies that write you love letters all day, you know, that you, you still can hug and you get kisses and notes. Yeah, so I, I prefer to be there, but I can relate with your mother in terms of like that passion for education and, and kids. And it takes a strong woman to do that. Um, So upbringing, your parents moved you guys into a better situation. Um, you know, and trying to like enhance your lifestyles and everything as a child growing up. And I know you said that you didn't see it now till you were older. What was that transition like for you? Did you feel like removed from your friends or were you too young? No, I, I felt like, like I said, I, I felt like now I got a space where y'all can like, we look, we got a pool, we got this, we got a trampoline. Like now I can take y'all out of just, you know, we riding bikes or, you know, whatever we was doing, but now we have like a bigger playground, you know what I mean? Okay. So like, it, he, like, that's just how my people are too. So that's just how I am. Like we never did stuff to where it only benefited just, just us. Like that didn't just affect my immediate family. Like my aunties, my cousins, everybody grew up in that house. So like we all got to experience a different type of childhood that we actually had resources and we had things to do. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just grateful for that. And I'm appreciative of that. And I learned so much from that, even from the mistakes, down to the mistakes and things that I didn't take advantage of or, you know, uh, just different situations to where like now I know where I'm going to express to my kids, these businesses I'm starting, like this is for you to continue the legacy. You know what I mean? Like I didn't work hard for this to just go away or just to support you financially. That deserves a shot. The continuation. And y'all dropping yeah. bars and in here. We don't really know that because we don't come from don't that. Come like this is, right. like I said, we are like, you know, my mom was a first generation business owner. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I didn't know I was being ungrateful at the time by not, by saying like, I got my own life. I don't want to have a daycare. You know what I mean? Whether instead of looking at it like another business opportunity and, um, and, and you think about it, you'd be like, Oh, I should have did this. Should've. And I don't want to be like that. You know, it's funny that you said that why Natalie pour up, we definitely gonna take a shot to breaking those curses and also make sure that we leave legacies. Uh, um, one thing that I, I, I'm a mother. And one thing that I love about being an entrepreneur, is learning. I got the lipstick on mine, period. Yes. Yes. So come on. Generational curses, legacies, breaking, all of that. Bam. One time around for Morgan. Worldwide, global. Mm. One thing I love about the legacy building and also where we are. So my family had lots of entrepreneurs. My family is predominantly male. My mom is the only girl of eight. I'm the only girl of four. Um, so we were around men. And one thing I can say about my uncles, my uncles, they had their own businesses. I'm talking about plumbers, mechanics, electricians, um, car washing, the whole nine. And so they may not have known and, and took the approach and had all the access to the knowledge that we have for entrepreneurship, but I come from an entrepreneurial family. But one thing that I love and I've learned is that we have the ability to teach our children that you don't have to be the person that's running and managing it. 
Because I know you were like, I don't want to have a daycare. I don't want to do it. Now we have the knowledge to know that put someone in position. Exactly. Because see, my mom, she was the one who was mm -hmm. doing payroll, doing mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I watched her do that. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like, damn, that's hard. That's hard. Mm -hmm. You know, and the fear that you have by not knowing, that fear of not knowing. And that's why, like, one of my quotes that I created is on the other side of fear is greatness. Because once you realize fear is just, it's nothing. It's, it's actually a boundary you created in your own head. So once you get past that, that's when your greatness really exceeds. Like, I like doing things that I feel like it makes me uncomfortable because, like, speaking oh, love it, love it. and i'm like okay this is if i take this step i know tomorrow i'm gonna be a whole nother like a greater person so that's just on the other side of fear is greatness and don't be afraid to like do things even if you feel like you don't know like because that's just in your head like you know you're doing it yeah you really do it's like what do you mean you don't like it's you're literally like you're you're afraid of something that haven't even happened Period. Period. So let's be great. Fear eliminated. Embrace it. Embrace the uncomfortableness and push through it. On the ground right now, that that little <clears throat> that little quote they have is like a status. My shit say, "Sit in the silence, like mm. bask in the silence and get comfortable in it." Just like this right here, like I be really uncomfortable because you you be you make. I think you make good drugs. Everybody's saying good stuff. You don't have to bite it. Like, yes, man, you you may not always have that. This is this bitch is silent like a motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like you're not gonna have nobody. You gotta just lean confidently that you know this is good. You have to trust that what you're saying is good. You are funny. You are these things. You don't need people in the room to. Yes, man, you to make you feel good about it. Like even you right here, I'm like you're saying some good shit. But I'm letting you speak. You don't need that. You're in a different space. You don't need those things. I'm not giving that to you because you don't. You don't need that. And it's also a fucking distraction. Mm -hmm. It's a distraction. Yeah. It's noise. So mm -hmm. I'm proud of you, girl. Thank you. Yeah. Self-aware, self-confidence. Thank you. You know I'm proud of you. <laughs> you know you're my new little sister. You I'm bugged up. I seat you out. I seat you. I'm loving this honestly. Like when he told me, like you know, you guys were the hosts and stuff, and I'm like, that's actually perfect. Yeah. for you in particular and then you know for you guys to come together i mean that's what it's all about just everybody kind of taking their strong suits and and collectively like what that looks like mm -hmm. you know and if it's a podcast what whether what it is it, fine i love it and thank y'all for giving me this platform Fishery, should we switch should we switch to something more like let's go for it go, <laughs> go, 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 for it. go for it so um Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Yeah, I have the connection. So, yo, I was able to be in the presence of your, I guess she's not your fiance anymore, your wife. Oh, yes, she, yes, us. I was yes, you did feel my engagement. You Girl. did. That was, that was no, the, the engagement, too? It's yeah. your birthday. You're, you did the, my birthday was birthday. turned into an engagement party. Okay, okay, It was okay. a surprise engagement, remember? That, yes. You was like, okay, okay now yeah. it trans she was, do she helped big, me with my social media. They do some big shit, yo. They do some big shit. So that, and then the wedding, the day of the wedding, I was with them the entire day, back and forth from their, like, their rooms in the Four Seasons, might I add. Okay. In nice. the Four Seasons. So now y'all are, like, a low-key, well, not even low-key, excuse me, I'm sorry, a freaking power couple. So what's that like running all your businesses, all these ventures? She a big dog lawyer. It's like... <laughs> 
I mean, like, first of all, how did y'all meet? How did these two powerhouses meet? What's up with that? How did we meet? I've been, I've been knowing her since high school. I start there. Um, okay. we weren't, we weren't friends. <laughs> we weren't cool at all. <laughs> Why do you think so? Is it like different social? Class? I mean, I, yeah, we was like our friends. We was queens, and her friends called themselves queens. It was just all kind of high school. Oh, okay. Like it was like high school drama. Okay. Yeah, you know, like it was just lame. Okay, like, okay. But you know, um, it, it, it was cool. I still, you know, I still was Morgan, like nice to everybody, and she still was Yasha, like. Nice, nice to everybody. Like she had that reputation too. Was she was just the nicest girl in the world. Okay. But later on, we we just connected through. She was trying to do a uh, well. She was doing a charity event when she won Miss Black Louisiana. Okay. And she reached. Go get So she was like, I want to give back and I want to do like a women empowerment empowerment event. And I she was like, I wanted to reach out to you and uh. It started there. She shot a shot. Yeah. She, she shot a shot. She shot a shot. <laughs> she hates to that. admit it. I'm glad she's she not here. here. No, she, she don't admit that. Because I was strictly business, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, the girl shot. is professional. You okay. know? Come okay. to me, you want to give back, I'm going to be professional, you know? Okay. Don't don't think I'm trying to, like, slide and, you know? <laughs> how can people reach you? I mean, let's talk to the people. How can they reach you? You, need, you, need, you don't need nothing, but you know what I'm saying? How can they reach you right but, quick? At the time, you know, obviously I was, you know, curating like a lot of back to school events, Christmas events. And she was just like, you know, I know I want to start somewhat. So I wanted to reach out to you to do the Women Empowerment event. And we ended up doing a happy hour to raise money uh, for her to give back to the homeless shelter um, at the Carver Theater. And it was wonderful. I mean, we did a photo shoot. We had like Jay Colin, who owns McDonald's. We had Lala with Young Well. You know, we just, I just kind of used the people around me to just say, hey, let's come together for this good cause so that we could give back. And then it just blossomed from there. We was kind of just inseparable. Our, our first date was the Saints game. I took us to the Saints game. Had to show my little oh, connections. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We in the, you know, we got these seats by the field goal. Let her know life's a little stressful. You take somebody to the Saints game on the first date. You let them know, baby. Life is a roller coaster. Yeah, like, oh, let me make a call. We, oh, we just going to the Saints game. Oh, yeah. Nothing not special. We just right here by the field goal. Wow. special. <laughs> wow. So you transition from dating, all those things, and you move into marriage. How is it being married? How long have you guys been married? Almost two years in February. How is that that experience? I'm a wedding planner, so I'm always interested in knowing the backstory and then also being present and understanding the journey. And I'm also recently divorced. So for me, this is like one of my hit home topics of knowing like, what is married life like in general, like real authentic marriage life. And I think for us, it's, it started off like we didn't have a traditional wedding. Like we got married at the courthouse. We didn't want to do things like, so she know how I can be like, she like, look, this not a party. It's not like, we want to be real, like, you know, intimate and, and this is about our love and stuff like that. And I think everything from the beginning is just like genuine with us. So marriage has been, I mean, what it's been, I, it, it's just been, you know, life. And we chose to do that together. We feel like ever since we met each other, things in our life progress. It doesn't, you know, backpedal. So when you meet someone like that, you can't just ignore that. You have to be like, okay, well, 
and we know for a fact that we're supposed to be together and take care of each other because you meet a lot of people when you are this person who's so nice, who's so giving, and who do things for other people a lot. And it's like, I try to keep her on her toes to put herself first and then vice versa. Give me some. So I think that's why we really connect because we're like, we, we kind of keep each other balanced more so than anything. Like, just making sure, like, at the end of the day, our family is, because we can't help nobody without us being good. So we just I make sure we keep each other straight. Um, like, like I say, being in the industry, you think that you're coming in being this planner for your clients, but you end up being a counselor. You end up being a therapist. You end up, and then now, speaking from my experience, I end up actually being a coach to them. One of the challenge, most challenging things about marriage personally for myself and also that I see a lot of other couples go through is the fact that society tells us two becomes one but they fail to realize that you're technically two individuals so two choose to walk one path and choose to have common goals and common you know denominators and choose to navigate life and be partnerships but at the end of the day that does not negate the fact that you're two individuals and I love the fact that you said that you continue to tell her to put yourself first make sure that you're tuning into yourself because if you're not healthy if you're not whole if you're not feeling fulfilled then that has a domino effect on the whole family unit and everything that we're attached to so that is a great thing that's a great foundation to have especially when you're less in a five mark year of marriage because you know like people married people have been married for years tell you like oh by the time you get to year five you're gonna experience this and when you get to year this but for you to already be able to pour that into her and say Make sure you're doing a little bit something for you. And I'm sure if you can tell that to her, you're also doing that for yourself as well. So that's that's a beautiful thing um, there. And we, we are not like the normal couple because like you said, since day one, we, we just been, it's it's been a, also a business relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? So we understand too how to, to execute both. You know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and like I said, if she wants to do things that she's doing, I can add value to that in my space and vice versa. Like, it's like, how much do I need a lawyer at all times? How many contracts I review? You know, it's like she handling situations that 2018 that contractually, you know, that I had been in. If I would have had her expertise back then, then I would, you know, but like now I know. So it's like, it, it just all makes sense. Like I said, it's just, and that's like, how I go about life, like everything to me is all about progression. And then it's all about connectivity to mm -hmm. the next step. So that's just where we at. So, so we heard you say kids. So we already kids. know kids are coming into play. <laughs> Look, um, birth control, the daycare was the best birth control. Cause me and my brother, neither one of us have kids. That's the crazy part. But we but heard you say kids. my kids. So that means that in the future you do want kids um brett and bb judy are like one of those power couples that we love um that are in the lgbt plus community and also we love seeing like their new content and things there um as being two entrepreneurs just seeing their story and what they do and then you and your wife being two entrepreneurs um, is there anything that you can relate to in terms of like starting the family dynamics like what does that look like? Will this be like 
the public family, you know, kind of like how they have, or will this be more of that discreet personal um, situation for yourself? That's funny because they was married on two, two, two. Their wedding day was the same wedding day as ours, right? And, and they congratulated us, and we congratulated them. And, you know, Julie February twenty second. Yeah, that's my ex wedding anniversary, February twenty second. Two, 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 two. You know, it's numerical connections real, but so they, you know, inspire everybody. I mean, you know, they. First of all, she, Judy is from New Orleans. Her entrepreneurial goals before she met Brett is just admirable. And then now that she's with someone like who I said, it's just, it's that connection. And you can tell that it's genuine. I mean, you know, all we can do is just support them how we can. And we, and we do look at, we saw the criticism that they got when they did say that they was having a kid. And, and that, you know, we looked at that and we had a conversation about it and was like, man, like, you know, I don't, like, yeah, she was like, I don't think, you know, we're going to have that our stuff be public like that because of, like, sometimes people can handle certain things and build for certain things. You know, they're in that limelight and that stardom. They've been mm-hmm. through that for like years, that. you know. Mm-hmm. Yesha is, she's, I, I bring her, like, I promote her a lot and market her a lot, but she's more of a introverted type of person. She likes to get the business handled and the business clear. And a lot of things that she does has to be behind the scenes. You know, she doesn't have a career like myself or that's kind of like, you know, we can curse, do what I want. Like, I'm not not running for mayor. Like, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Because if I was there, I'd be like, look at her ass in the treehouse. You know, like... But I, I mean, I handle that type of judgment, but it's like with her career, she had to be taken. She had to be. She had to be taken seriously, and and that's something she's going to be doing for the rest of her life, and she has to protect her brand, mm-hmm. you know. And um, sometimes you can't handle so much scrutiny, you know, because she really deals with real life situations. Yeah. So people call lawyers for real oh, things. Real so it's like her being such a public figure is kind of like, I'm not an entertainment lawyer. I handle real people getting sued and shit happening. And I'm handling people business behind the scenes. So I respect that. And um, regardless of how, you know, for I go into, uh, if I'm on a TV show, whatever happens with me, you know, I would always try to protect her from any type of scrutiny and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I told you I'm kind of, I'm prepared for ah! it. Let me go speak it. So who's having the baby? Back. Who, 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 who? Not me. <laughs> oh, for I real? was kind of thrown for a loop with, with, with what happened. Like, you, you would probably be the kid pregnant. I know mean, it's for the last stomach. I put a balloon in my stomach for my friend. Uh, baby child. They was like, girl, you look cute. Yeah. Like, Man, keep getting your good. Let her, let her keep up with Z, man. Come on, do the D, man. I feel like I'm gonna blow up. Man, you good, you good, you good, you good. Let Yasha do her thing. Yasha gotta get in the court and talk to the people. She can't be the people. That'll stop her bottle popping. You're gonna be popping bottles. Sexy red, my nigga, sexy red. Then she got the sexy red. Y'all want me to be, I'm gonna be the pregnant promoter, huh? That's my new name. I'm just saying, pregnant promoter. P.P. Morgan. I'm trying to last time 45 like G. Willie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I heard how he was. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know, man. I do that 45, but I'm trying to. Yeah, hit him a bitch. He got a long run. 
there. I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be in the game, you know. We well, not gonna stop. We'll leave the babies behind for a little bit. Pause them. You still young enough to keep going, baby. Look, it's not so. We went from party promoting. How did you get into the clothing brand? No, that was that's old, y'all. That's. Tell us about it. I remember that. You remember Heartbreaker? Sure the fuck did. That was crazy. That was so, before the parties, right? That, that was before the parties. So, well, it's not been cool as fuck. She's been cool since like 14 or something. So, the parties was high school, right? Mm -hmm. So, college, I, I wanted to start a clothing line. I had an idea called Heartbreakers. I was an all-female clothing line. I had never seen that before. So, I was like, I just want to cater to females. So, I had like crop tops, little... Uh, one piece, like American Apparel stuff. I was taking American yeah. Apparel and putting Heartbreakers on it or whatever. And somehow, it still came back full circle to be throwing a damn party. So the clothing line started really becoming popular, but it was so slow to wear. Like, say I invested maybe $600. I bought, you know, crop tops that start off with that. I started off with the purple crop tops and I put a broken heart on it. It take it cost me like ten, eleven dollars a shirt. I charge, you know, twenty dollars or whatever like that. And you selling them and then you like, okay, you make twelve hundred, right? You spend six hundred, you make twelve hundred. But that should take you like two months. So it's like, all right. Yeah, so I'm like, man, this this kind of slow, but I'm still pushing through. I'm like, it's getting more popular. I'm like, let me drop another item, you know. Okay, that's sold out. Let me give them the body suits, whatever, whatever. So then the bodies, I'm like, look, the females on the uh, photo shoot. So I end up getting an inquiry about, hey, can the Heartbreakers girls uh, host a party and laugh? Yes. Boy, so cool. So I'm like, the Heartbreakers girls, that's a whole look. I'm like, I'm about ding ding. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, he like, how much and what y'all need? I'm like, well, 500 and uh, we need a section, we need a hotel, and we need a driver. Cause we how old you was, yo? Yo, this is probably like 19. Man, what? Oh, Man, bullshit for real. real. So that's fine. This, this is crazy. This fine. Man, this, Still one of my best friends to this day who reached out to me. So he ended up like, this is a whole nother story. He ended up owning his, he had his own club at 19, by the way. And he reached out to me in Lafayette. So we like, I'm like, yeah, you know, he like, what y'all need? Boom, they took care of hotel. Me and me and my girls, we ride out there. He got a car for us. We pull up to the club in Lafayette. The dude come out to come get us, cause I'm like, yeah, I'm at the, you know, we the girls here, we here, we gotta walk to our section or whatever. So he like, all right, cool, I'm coming get y'all. It's a young me with dreads. I'm like, this bullshit. What's happening? I'm like, hold up, bro, you my age. I'm thinking I'm about to come up to some rolling. Yeah, he like, nah, you know, this is my club or whatever. I'm gonna take care. I'm the one who's gonna take care of y'all, whatever. So. I'm in the club, everybody having a blast. The whole time, my mind like, wow, we really packed out a club in Lafayette. Like, we on a flight, we the heartbreaker girl. So I'm like, okay, I'm on to something. So I'm asking him, like, I'm like, hey, how you able to, you know, pay us like this or whatever like that? And he like, stay after the club, I'll run into you. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I ended up saying the girls went back to the hotel and me and him just ran it and he like, telling me how much the ball made, just talking to me real numbers. Nobody never did that. You know, like, I didn't promote it a lot of stuff, you know, for other people and stuff, and they'll just pay me, and I'll be cool with that. Like, you know, I understand I, I 
from home working, throwing a party work because I did it before. But I didn't really understand it on that scale. It was always just little, not little stuff, but high school stuff. So when I'm like, oh, adults do this too, was like mind blowing to me. So once he explained it to me, I'm like, okay. So when I came back to New Orleans, people, it was like, we had at this point, the heartbreaking girls. We had. So I'm like, Look, I can get a percentage now. So that's kind of when I, I started negotiating and doing different things when I understanding my leverage. So I just appreciate him for putting me in that position to this day because that was just... That's what's up. And I got back to party moves. I'm about to say, so clothing was so very short-lived. Like, yeah, it was short-lived because I'm like... girls to come do the party. Right. Now, Morgan is doing the parties and and he's back in the yeah, fashion he world. Like a fashion he's like, I said know, I wanted the hard girls. His real career is an engineer. Like, he's okay. Big oh, oh, he's big buff. Yeah, yeah, but uh, on Instagram, he's still party? No, he don't. Okay. Only person, he, it was him and Jay Lee. Jay Lee is still throwing parties. Where I got Byron from? Did I make that shit up? Byron. Yeah. Byron. I'm not going to name Quill. They was in Lafayette doing big things. I mean, J.D. is still in Lafayette doing big things. So shout out to him. That's my big bro. Um, so he technically, too, was one of the first people that gave me an opportunity to really, like, you know, know, like, hey, you that girl. Like, you come way to Lafayette and people will come out for you. So that was just love. It was, it was all fun. I ain't understand no business side still. I'm just being you. I understood money. And I understood the females that like, that's what I gotta do, break people. That's easy. We do this anyway. We're coming that's out anyway. Fire. So that's easy. How, politics to me feels hard. How did that come about? Politics came from COVID. Mm. And but let me say this. I've always been a voter. I've always been politically. engaged. Mm-hmm. I always knew when people was running for office, I always understood how important that was to go vote and, and our people, what they fought for and, and what it means to be, you know, civically engaged. So when COVID happened, um, <clears throat> my sister-in-law, she wanted to run for judge. She's a passionate lawyer, passionate attorney, and she wanted to take the next step and I wanted to 100% support that. And how can I do that? promote you know so when they asked me to be a part of the campaign team for me it was like okay people gonna say i'm gonna vote i didn't seen it a billion times because i always tell my friends like hey y'all need to go vote and they're like all right i'm gonna go vote i'm like did you go vote and they're like oh i forgot and it's like damn how you it takes five minutes so i didn't want that to happen with her i didn't want people just telling me like I'm going vote. And then they don't. And then the numbers show when she, because it was already just a judgeship. So a lot of people don't really understand what's going on. And it's COVID. She's running for eviction court. This is somebody. This is exactly at that time. Exactly. And I'm like, who would care enough about the people 
besides she was the perfect person for the job i was serious about it, i was passionate about it so when i was thinking about in my creative mind like how you say like art and all those type of things my mind works like i can create a concept in 0.5 seconds my brain is aggravating i come up with new con- i wake up every morning with a new concept so much so that people gotta tell you chill <laughs> so like it, it's like art for me so it's like it'd it be like damn that shit nobody never did that it's like i created that for, and to me that's what it's all about like even with parties like anything i ever did i always try to create an experience that people never it's just like we do it but you don't understand like what it looks like as a group effort so when I came up with Bike and Vote during COVID, it was more sort of hold everybody accountable. Mm. Because it's like, I was biking at the time. I was like, damn, I can't throw no more parties. I, we just came off of Mardi Gras. So I was on a high. So when I'm getting ready to really like hit them with some stuff. Like, you know, events playing. Yeah, we plan events year, a year out now. Like, you know, six months. I mean, 2024, we got events. The next six months, we, we kind of all know what we're doing. Um, but, you know, so even then, it was like, when COVID happened, that took us for a loop. We like, hold up. So I was biking a lot, just <laughs> like, what the, what am I going to do? I was really, like, depressed because I had, that I was doing party promotion for so long to where I didn't really worry about, you know, other money. Like, that's, you know, and I'm like, this shit shut down. I really can't have events. Like, what is going on? I was depressed. So biking took me out of that. And while I was just enjoying the city, you know, riding around. So I came up with the concept of biking vote because it was something that took me out of a space. Biking took me out of one space. And then her running, her passion for wanting to do something. I was like, let's put those two together. I was like, because we could safely gather mm-hmm. when we bike. Because I was waving at people as I was biking with my mask on and stuff like that. And then you can still go to City Hall and vote. You just had to stay like six feet apart. So, I mean, the turnout was amazing. And then that just took, like, I'm like, I can't stop this. Like, people there are like, I haven't voted since Obama. Oh, wow. I'm like, so intrigued, though. So I'm considering you're doing so many things. What was that pivot like from this world to this world? How do you transition in, like, match yourself into these environments that you've never been in before i like i I think it looked like me promoting still it was like a space i felt comfortable with but i was promoting for a candidate so i look at the time bike and vote was something where i was really promoting pushing to candidates because there was it was still elections going on so it was a tool for me to make money and like still like do my thing, like promote, but through campaigns. And so when it first started, it was to, like say you're running for office, you would reach out to me because you're like, hey, you know, I saw Biking Vote. I would love to have that for my campaign. And, you know, a year passed or, or whatnot. And I'm like, this is bigger than a campaign though. It's bigger than when I realized everybody don't have that passion too, like my sister-in-law. So then that didn't give me the passion to work with you. Right. It's like, your money is cool, but it, it's not enough for me to actually promote and actually get people out to vote for you because do you really believe what you're saying? So I like that's when another transition happened to where Bike and Vote became bigger than 
a campaign. It then became me coming out of my own pocket to where I want my people to come vote. I don't care who they vote for. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but I'm going to tell you that it's important and you have the power in your hands to go elect any. And like we making huge differences. Like I'm talking about 60, 70 votes. I mean, that could win an election. That's funny that you said that it's bigger than the money, because what we're seeing is this trend, especially when it comes down to politics, is getting like influencers and celebrities to speak. And these people may not necessarily be for the cause or actually engaged in it, they just looking at it like, we can pay you to do it. You know what I'm and saying? And I that's started it. Like, that what too. is your, what, so, I know you kind of started <laughs> yeah, there. I did. But like, did. once you're in it, like, did. how did you navigate realizing it's not just about you putting me as the face of it, this is meaning, this is power. Like, can you expound on that experience? And, and I think, So influencer marketing, obviously I've been out, so I'm not gonna say I created that, but in a campaign space in New Orleans, like I came up with the concept of influencer marketing again, because that's, I knew I wanted to get people out to vote for my sister. But this is this is what I feel too. Is it as effective as I thought? No. And that's still how biking vote is so important and it's so, impactful because it's actually people going vote. We're yeah. actually mobilizing. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just influencers saying that they're going to vote. You know that they're voters. Mm -hmm. So that's why now biking vote is, how can I explain biking vote? Biking vote is so powerful. And I think next year I want to focus on it. It's a people power movement to where it may have started off to where I was trying to win an election, but now it's all about the people. And when the people realize this is a tool for them to be empowered, it's going to be right where I want, where I see it being. And um, it, it's not going to take long because I, I have strategies that I'm, I'm working on that I'm going to implement next year to really have people understand this is a tool for you. I created it initially to support somebody, else, but this is really a tool for the people. And that's why our slogan is people over politics, because politics is a game where, you know, they have their own motives, but without the people. Take it there. What can you do? And we need to put their needs and we need to put the community needs first. And that's why people feel so discouraged and tired right now, because we don't see politicians that are putting community first. You know, it's all about money or cloud, or, you know, foolishness. When the people are struggling in this city, entrepreneurs are struggling, homeowners are struggling. I mean, the black people in the city of New Orleans, it, it, we just not in a good space mm -hmm. mentally. So until the political climate understands what the people are and the people understand what the political people can do to help us get better, it's, it's a disconnect. So I want to be the connection. I want to be the bridge. And I think next year that I'm going to focus a lot on bridging that gap between the community and the political people because we need each other mm -hmm. to make sure things are just constantly things are just, cycle. Exactly, because if not, what are we gonna lose?
Atlanta, Houston. But it's the same thing. If you're if you don't understand the culture of you have the voice to choose, it don't matter where you go, you're gonna bring that same energy with you if you're not active in the world of politics and understanding that you have the ability to choose. So I think understanding I really helps. I really appreciate you for being in that space of like bringing it bringing it home to us so we can understand. Like, you know, getting out and like biking, that's very like digestible for the people. Mm -hmm. So like, what do you think about what Mayor Cantrell is doing right now? Like, how do you think she's doing as far as our mayor right now? And do you see that as far as yourself? Because you're speaking like a mayor right now. You're <laughs> talking to me. What's good? I try to tell people, look, I'm, me, why I feel like I couldn't be the mayor is because I just, I, I'm not gonna even say. All right, I'm not gonna say Don't that. Well, I, I'm not even gonna say I'm that. I'm me. I'm me. So I'm me. Well, you clearly can be making trail is herself. <laughs> she is me, baby. She's her. So she what are your thoughts and, and about I appreciate her? That. And, and I appreciate that. And I do. And I think she's doing the best she can. But mm -hmm. honestly, what I can say about her is that you have to. Again, it don't matter who you are. You have to pay attention to the people and what they're saying. Mm -hmm. right. And if the people feel like you aren't hearing them out, if the people feel like they're being ignored, if the you have to you have to some type of way engage with them. Or at least they and look not, like it. And not just on social media. I'm sorry, like mm -hmm. that I that social media stuff for all all politicians, city council, all any politician, mm -hmm. like whoever. Right. Social media is not everything. What you really doing for the people is everything. Like, and, and sometimes I feel like that's my downfall too because I'm not so, I don't care about social media. I never did. Like, I didn't been with Floyd Mayweather, Diddy, all Ooh, types of people. Okay. Future, I threw three, like, you know what I mean? Three future concerts, like, right. promoted for that. It's like, I never was the person who, let me get a picture with you, bro. Mm -hmm. Like. I just never was like that. Not granted, like I said, that might have put me a back seat to where people feel like I'm not this big time yeah. person. You don't need that. You know, you know. And that's the New Orleans culture. One thing about our city, we not starstruck. <laughs> like we we love y'all and we vibe with y'all, but it we know how to just be comfortable in those spaces too. So I I get that. What you're but saying, I feel like New Orleans people still. T they only believe in your success as much as you portray Show it. it. Yeah, you know and I, I hate mean? that. And that's the only thing. It's like, just because I don't, you know, announce every single thing. And, and like I said, that may be, you know, maybe you do need to glow, uh, like, definitely New Orleans for sure so I hear what you're saying but you're speaking like a mayor though those things like you're in this limelight so I really want you to take advantage of that and like you were built for that because of the reason you don't care about that shit you're doing it on the socials mm -hmm. one slight without effort mm -hmm. it's something to get somebody hired for that but you it don't bother you you really you really in the streets you in the streets for real the so my baby i'm not gonna get into that yes <laughs> you know you got that mapped out for the next few years and all that but i think you yeah. should do something more fun and make sure you're voting and make sure you, sure 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 you keep up with more in Morgan the next election times and all this that's kind of like carry the game let's do it a little game right quick 
Um, so we we love a good game. You know, we we love a good game. Here. <laughs> you really like your girl that like it play. I had two books too. Ah. So the name of this game is called Slay or Nay. So we knew that you kind of tapped into the fashion oh, world a little bit. We know that you out of the loop. So we want to see like what your take is on some of these oh, looks. Some of the looks, looks. Oh, looks that the people have been <laughs> serving. So we'll let you answer first. I love everybody. Yes, y'all know. I'm a political side. Come out. I love everybody. Yes, work. I love it. So you just hit a slay if you think they slayed, and then they. And if you feel called to like expound on any look, feel free to do that. So we gonna go ahead on, and we gonna we gonna give you some of our looks. Can you see that? Look at my brother. All right. Bullshit. He always wears a god dog on sweatshirt. He be killing. The sweatshirts be fire. But I, I don't like to say G Willie. I don't like to see him in a suit and all that. Really? Yeah, if you're yeah, uncomfortable, yeah, he don't like all that. I would like to see him dressed in a suit a little bit. He keeps a sweatshirt. Like on. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, we, we never did it, everybody. Oh, oh, Slayer oh, we, we, we said, you said you really slayed. We slayed. I'm going to give him you a say, say, I thought you said nay, I'm about to say. Sorry, you, you like a belly in a suit. I want to see you in a suit or something. That man need a suit. Something, a blouse or something. <laughs> Tank in the bangers. Tank. Tank gives me a slate every time. Please, she coming with the looks. Her hair, it be the hair for me. That's my girl. She is. I, uh, she's the best. Okay. okay that's all I'm Ooh, More slay. Give me my team. With the bitches. I'm going to do the Right now, I got a loyalty club. You know, Girl, another local. Say it again, because we always might as Say it again. Loyalty club on right now. You know, shout out, shout out to loyalty club. So me, one of the best clothing brands yes. in New Orleans right now. Uh, if not the best. Shout out to them, and I had on fishes right there. All right, that's Miss Taze. Give me my Taze. Hey, that's it's a, it's a retro Barbie. That was a look. I remember that look. You yeah. went to Coachella. Uh, Coachella. Yeah, thanks. I, 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 I was like, that was that was awesome. Yeah, like Easy. Oh, so this is uh, Devon Gotchow. That does fly out. Fresh. He's always fresh. Like pay attention to his skirt. Man, what? Man. You really gotta watch him. You gotta watch all his skirts. It's fresh. Yes. Give me some natural. Titi, Titi, I'm sorry, Titi, it's a name for me. Hey, that's my girl, but... I love her, but the, the retro Those are the Martian glasses. Slay, Titi, Titi got a like Kwanjai. My dude Kwanjai style, man, for one time. I, I Her stylist right now is cool. She's doing better. Yeah, that's she my girl. Better. Okay, cool. But she cool. needs a like Kwanjai style. Who is that? that? Oh, that's Ross. That's my girl. Ross. Oh, Ross the boss. Ross, Ross the boss. Ross be giving. Ross be slang. I'ma just this one because I hate the um thong look. Yeah, okay. That thong look. That thong she look. She be slang for the girlies that like that style. It's not, it's not my any girlies yeah. who wear the left thong with. You don't like. Right. You don't like. Okay, it's a bit much for you. It's too much. It's too much. I love Ross. She's if she gonna Next. pull it off, she Ross gonna pull it off. Cam, it's a name for me. Good it's a name. He like sometimes he gives looks, but this particular yeah. look is giving like, Damn. what are we doing? Total Pineapple. Asshole. Asshole. I really don't want to be. You like, think the asshole? Asshole. Uh. <laughs> 
Oh, yes, that's me. Sir. P. Cherie, that was a renaissance. I slayed, bitch. Fuck what you have it, B. I like it. You give it, you give it silver, girl. Well, it was renaissance. It was Beyonce concert. Appropriate. That was the yeah, most on, naked huh? I've ever been in my life. All right, I like it. I will That's a that. fucking lie, B. Cherie. Stop I've it. I've been more naked stop than that. It. Stop it. I think stop, I've been stop, that stop. naked. You're a naked girl. Embrace it, baby. You are okay. a nudist. But I had, like, boobs out. Yeah, you Next. got your legs out I'm right all, now. Legs always out. Oh, oh, who is that? Oh, that's um Zion. Zion Wilson. Nay. <laughs> What is the shoes? What is that? Zion, another person. Holla at my guy, Quan John. He's local. He's <laughs> right. Him. Gonna have you with the style that's fit your yeah. fit you. Oh, Kim and what's the new? I'm mean, a Kim. Look at me, Kanye and the new girl. I don't even know her name. This particular look is kind of like nay. What do he have on? It's it's the workout sweatsuit. Don't do leg day. And the motorcycle boots with the the <laughs> penis print. I can't. I can't, I can't take it. I can't. Oh, Re and um ASAP. I'm gonna say Slay just because they one of my favorite couples. Sometimes it looks be a know. miss. That's a miss. Sometimes it be a miss. But Re go always Slay. So if I had to like separate them as a couple. She was like expecting in that picture and not to. So y'all like, made she, them? She, she, she wasn't ready. Like she couldn't like, he misled her. He has this black Why do guy. Have on a black he gave two different vibes. Yeah, he fucked it up. Honestly. Three different names. She was inspired. Four different vibes. She was inspired by him. Like she was like, babe, what are you wearing? She's like, I'm going to I'm not even looking at Rihanna. I ain't going to Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna's not even. Exactly. I'm not even. But the name is for ASAP Rocky. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for cleaning up for me. Yeah, like we not talking about Rihanna. Never. Can't always be one. Fuck no. <laughs> uh oh, we well, don't have time. Let's speed that this was, shit up. That was it for that one, the Slay and Nate. You did good, Mark. You did good on the Slay and Nate. So let's everybody. Everybody, everybody knows. Some people need. Some people <laughs> definitely need, and we're going to leave it at that. All right. So, New Year, where we're at this space where all things are new. Um, what are some of those things that you have coming up? Like, what are you most interested or what are you looking forward to in this new year number one thing that i'm interested like excited about is my restaurant i've been working on that for like almost a year and a half now so it's been it's been the most challenging thing i ever done in my life mm. so like once i'm finished with this i feel like which will be this year 2024 i'm just gonna be like proud of myself because I don't think I ever had a moment where I'm like I'm proud of me let's have that moment right now <laughs> say it say it get the toast you don't have no more drink I got it okay. <laughs> say got it. it literally say it to yourself right now I'm proud of me period, oh, period. Yes. I'm so proud of you, girl. and around the world <laughs> and global we go global so but Obviously, that's one thing. That's my number one thing. But I'm also working to grow biking food. Like, I want to get into HBCUs. I want to um, just just kind of make sure Bowdoin is on the forefront of, you know, what's going on in the city and, and how we can really create change through Bowdoin. And then um, just really getting in the youth, too, and getting involved with them and making sure they understand that they're the future and that, I, I want to invest in, in, in them and um, 
so I'm I'm working on a bike and roll book uh, for the kids, an uh, activity book. So that's the exclusive that you guys got. I, I told you I would give y'all the exclusive. And if you don't know, you just found out. Morgan got an exclusive bike and boat book that she's launching for the kids. So y'all stay tuned for that. We're excited about that for 2024, yeah, too. Yes, we love when we get exclusive. Wow. So this is our second, it's our yes. second book, huh? Is this it's my second book. My first book is Think Like a Local. It's still on Amazon. Uh, give you great hidden gems that's in the city that you need to uh, check out. And um, yeah, but I think this one is definitely gonna take it to the next level because it's something that I'm passionate about. The kids, you know, just making sure like by the time they're 18, they understand how important voting is. I mean, people died for us to vote. And I think we forgot that um, as young black people. So we gotta get back on it, man. We can't allow people to, to uh, take away our power. You know, like mm -hmm. I, people, oh, I vote don't matter and all that kind of, it don't got nothing to do with me. It does. God, especially local politics. You worry about the president. No. That's, you need to work, focus on local politics and what that means for entrepreneurs and uh, new for business. For the people owners. that don't know, people think big elections, that's what they're going to go out and vote for. But why is it so important for the local elections? Can you please expound on that for the, break it down so they talk stupid to me right now. Mm -hmm. What's good? Because that's who control every single thing from our day-to-day -day lives. And uh, when we think about a pothole in the street and, and who we need to call, you know, that would be our representative, you know, and uh, when we think about starting a new business and what district that we're in and what yeah. tax incentives that we have and what resources do we have in that area, then we need to reach out to that city council person. And, you know, it's just little things that we need from our politicians yeah. that we don't understand, that we don't know until we're actually in that position. Mm -hmm. When we like, man, you know, like just like that restaurant, the energy bill was twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. The city council person got that taken care of. Mm -hmm. Those are the type of relationships that you need and that we have to have as the new adults now. So we have to pay attention to who we're electing. We have to have people in those seats that care about us. Mm -hmm. So. Put the power back in our hands and we're going to be good. So basically, I love that you're saying that it starts in your own community. Once you focus and adapt and help your community and restructure it, then it becomes a global thing. Um, and that kind of brings me to like this segue. It may be a little off, but I don't know why my brain went there. <laughs> Mardi Gras just feels so community driven. It feels like it starts in your hood. You know, all you have all of these second line groups and all of these individual groups, but it makes the whole of New Orleans um, similar to what that political process looks like. So I'm just curious to know, you know, like that's probably my, my uh, ADHD kicking in a little bit. What's your Mardi Gras plans? Like what, what does that gonna look like for you this year? <laughs> it's crazy that you say that because right now, I'm in a meet people where they are stage when it comes mm -hmm. to the voting rights and um, the type of messaging that we need to get out. And, and we're focusing a lot on Mardi Gras okay. and what it looks like to actually have activations throughout Mardi Gras mm -hmm. for voting. And, um, you know, the role biking vote is about to play within getting young people out to vote is going to be so instrumental for the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, really, to be, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, 
like I said, just having activations throughout the city, you, you'll definitely be seeing us. And then, you know, obviously I'll have events all weekend. So what are some of those oh, events? What are some weeks. of those spots that we need to be in? And what that are some of those spots <laughs> that people can expect to see some of these activations in? That is to be announced, but um, definitely anywhere Larry has something because he, he supports me, um, Gray supports me. So when, whatever I need, you know, they try to definitely, you know, make sure I'm good. So... Just we'll be around. It'll be, yeah, it'll be in touch. We're going to get through the six wall steppers in, in, in Larry birthday weekend. And we'll get All right, so what VIP list you putting us on, Fag? Because we need to be in a room. Y'all know it's good. I, I don't know anything. What's good? Talk to them. Let's say it on camera so we have it in fact. They on my list. They good. They don't need to call nobody. The call whole me. You heard me. The whole crew, you heard me. Get y'all shit together. If you on Mark W list, you good. We good anywhere at any event. Y'all know it's love. I'm have a section somewhere, but yeah. Cool. All right. So one of our our things that we love to do here as we wrap up, you know, each episode, we would like our interviewees to tell us like, who next? Who you think need to be sitting at this table next? Name some of your heaviest hitters, some of your favorite local influencers, even if they're not local. Some of your favorite global people that you feel like need to be on the If You Know You Know podcast. They need. They need. You need to be here. We need them and they need them. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm going to say two things, right? Because I feel like I'm a person that get overlooked mm -hmm. a lot. So I'm going to say well, the first person who is local, both of these people going to be local because I love New Orleans people. That's good. One thing about New Orleans people, I feel like we prosper in any type of situation. I'm seeing us like... The talent we have here and right now is crazy. <laughs> it's we're doing so many great things, and it's like I don't want our people to be like undervalued because mm -hmm. I feel like that's been the longest time where our music, anything is like we put on a back burner. They just take, 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 and then we like don't get no credit. So one person I feel like who I know I could like shout out and like he'll be he'll love this because he really don't get like he don't get his flowers how i feel like he deserve mm -hmm. but my dude be savage okay who uh -huh. 15 25 mm -hmm. he he is just a genuine person who is so motivating to people like me like mm -hmm. you know coming from the promoter world starting you know he's a promoter or whatever like that and opening his own spot on the West Bank, where he from, where people was like, I'm not about to do that. On a, you know, like, for him to understand his own vision and, like, to really take it to the next level and be driving in a... Like, it's just, like, that's motivation. So I feel like people need to hear his story and, like, New Orleans people need to support him. Like, yeah, he from the West Bank. Like, Thanks. whatever, how you feel, how you feel. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Every time I go how to you 15, feel? Like me, I feel like the West Bank too far. It's a vibe. No, it's I a don't vibe. care what you're Establishment, the level of customer service is top tier, the the quality of the food is top tier. So I agree yeah, with everything you said. Is. And also, he been he been a heavy hitter. He just he's not always at the People, forefront. Exactly. People when you be like top whatever promote, like you wouldn't name be said, but to me, I would because he always been that person yeah. where he add value. He's genuine. Yeah, he, he adds. He got a heart of gold. Add he value to goal. anything he Fact. touch. His clothing line, his Fact. whatever he was doing, he Fact. gonna add value to it. So those type of people, I always want to give them like mm -hmm. a, a another platform because he have his own platform. Mm -hmm. But like when y'all two, like even y'all like 
y'all can benefit from having his platform because it's a whole nother demographic of people that would, you know, if people know me, but I'm sure some people on the West Bank don't know who I am, but they know me. They're so going to know now because that's why they're going to find out because if they don't know, they know they, they know, know they're not. Not. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. And then my second person would be, to me, somebody who I admire right now is a female, mm. uh, B. Marie. I mean, yes. she just... Yes. And, and let me tell y'all a story. Like, so I met B. Marie at the Hair Connect Uptown, and she was first starting off her product. I was promoting a pool party, so we just so happened to be there at one time. I ended up buying some of her product. It was, like, in a bag or whatever. She was just selling. I'm like... Give it. You know, I'm like, yeah, let me support you. Like, you coming in here, my, you know, you good with my people, my, you know, and we ended up being, you know, really cool and everything was the... the it was just like I supported her from the beginning, right. you know. Mm -hmm. So to see like her really like getting out the much, just like me, like passing out flyers, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like short going, like hey, like this is my product, put this on, you know, at the hair connect, you know, the girls coming through here, I, I got a new skin. So I love that to see people who really like, damn, I see you really come from hustling shooting your sh to being this mogul now and being able to give back how you give back on the scale that you give back to me that means more than anything like i know she's making headlines and stuff right now for giving back but before that that's just inner i admire her she mm -hmm. always you know been like that so i think that's somebody y'all really like B. Marie, I would like to see her on here. All right, B. Savage, B. Marie. Be all the B's, the B's. The B's, B. Shereen, B. Tato, B. We're calling y'all out. We're calling y'all out. out. All right, so plug us. Let us know, like, where we can find you, where the people can get to know you for all of those that may not be familiar with D. Morgan Walker, Morgan W. Let let the people know. Let them know, like, so how we can follow, follow me on Morg, on Instagram at Morg Verified, and then my website, Morgan Walker Productions. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Instagram, I pretty much have everything that I'm doing. So just follow me on that, more verified, and, and that'll kind of keep you updated with everything I have going on. Make sure y'all stay in tune with Bike and Vogue. Oh, and follow. Definitely. Well, how, I forget, That's okay. We got you, Fat. Definitely follow Bike and Vogue, B-I-K-E, the letter N, V-O-T-E, on Instagram. Please. All right, y'all. Y'all know where y'all can follow me at B Sheree Designs at B S H E R R I E Designs, or also to follow me personally as the boss and the CEO of all of these brands and businesses that I have. Follow me at I am B Sheree. All right, I'm your favorite fave. My name is Natalie Taste, and that tastes good, baby. <laughs> you can follow me at Natalie Taste underscore on Instagram. Or your inner fat girl on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, check in, check in. This has been so been much good. One fun. more, one more shot or one more toast for the rose, maybe. Sure, shot or toast. Come on, Mark. Don't be scared. Which one? Ten o'clock. Shot or toast. We're gonna do it now. We're gonna do it. I'm not scared. Take over. Take over. You got it. It's shot or toast. Right now. Mark got it. She's a pro. Okay. And we gonna get an Eminem chaser because Morgan loves Eminem. Put that. Put that. Put that. You know, talk to Eminem. Tito's. Tito's need that. Tito's. Let's get Tito's. Get that. Put that. Up there, we're gonna have an Eminem chase. I've never had a shot with an Eminem chase. Me either. This is I'm gonna give y'all a shot that I would. Morgan, that's, don't that's be a baby. baby. Oh, no, no, that's better than what I had. That's yeah, y'all had those cool <laughs> shots. <laughs> oh, this one, yours. I'm, I'm cool. I'm
Oh, yellow. Yellow M&M chaser for you. We're really going to do an M&M chaser. I think that's cute. I think so, too. Okay. Morgan, Morgan was eating the M&M. M&M chaser. I'm going to take a red because... That's my color, girl. What's okay, color? I'll give you red. You can take red. Thank you. There you go, fat. You want yellow? No, I'm going to take this green. Yellow it's green light. season 2024. Bringing more green into my Ooh, life. All what? things green. Let's Money, go. herbs. I like it. You know, no envy though. All right. So, Morgan, did you find out? Did you find out today? Did you know you know and did you find out? <laughs> I found out everything I needed to know. Cheers. 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 Oh, down. down. And all of me. What an Eminem chaser. Oh, that was cute. I kind of like the Eminem chaser. All right, so we have this tradition that we do here on If You Know You Know. We're gifters. Gifting is our love language. Experiences is our, are our love language. Curating things. So we just wanted to give you a little something special. Yes, happy birthday, by the way. You just recently celebrated a birthday. So you got to open it here. You can't just wait. You got to open it here. Yes, open it, open it. Open it. Happy. Happy. Open your shirt. Yes. So y'all got me going with the beat. I love my carry-on. There's a little white token. You know, there's an envelope in there, so make sure you open that, too. Look when you go for the... Yes. Okay, okay. Isn't it? Bam. Oh, wow. Yes. So one of our official sponsors for episode two is Justini's Restaurant. So we gave you a dinner for two, a dining experience. Shout out to Justini. Yes. Another female who is killing so it. much admiration to, to me, like so helpful to what I'm doing and to what a lot of people are doing. Mm -hmm. Talk about another behind the scenes person, like. Her. So this is cool. This That's is my cool. sister. This so me so and her partners with her dining experiences that she do at the restaurant. Oh, wow. So That's that is an experience for it, too. You guys get to show up. We're going to have this beautiful layout. You guys are going to be Oh, my God. Amazing. Thank so enjoy oh that. God. And then you also have another little piece This is there. crazy. You know, we got to get you. You know, since you know you fashion forward, we got to get you a little See the next swag. podcast? Y'all better step it up. My ride is going crazy. Step it up. Come on, step it up. Get that other piece out. Yeah, don't don't think about piece, it. You know, because you gotta have, you gotta have some, um, you know, some if you know, you know, merch. Uh, yes. Oh, no. That's pressure. Yes. Sure. That's pressure. Sure. Oh, this hard. Sure. So make sure you rock your if you I know, see. you know, sweat. I see. You gotta put it on right now, boy. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. So we just wanted to say happy birthday and thank, thank you for joining us I gotta, today. I gotta take a picture with it. No, you do. Yes. Just say, okay, put that, that shit on. on. Let's hey. Oh. Okay, it happens, it happens. Let's see the fucking French 75. That's the French 75 is going crazy.